0: Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we're going to talk about how soil health compares to your health. In our spotlight, we're going to look at new potential soybean traits. Egg History Minute, we'll talk about soil health, whether it's a new idea or an old idea. Cool beans, that's corny. We'll have some current events. So with me today are Todd Chamber.
1: Hey to all the tilthies out there.
0: Max Garvey. What's up, everybody? Bill Schaumburg. Hey, guys. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So, how's things going in your world
1: this week? Did you guys see the Giannis headbutt this week?
2: I saw the 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 clip this morning on Twitter. Pretty uh pretty sad looking headbutt, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. If that was a headbutt, I would be head. I would have had headbutted a lot of people in my life, I think. It's like a head push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a...
3: You're smaller than me. I'm gonna put my head it was towards
2: like you. Two brains coming together to form one.
1: Yep. And Bill, that's the guy. That's the Michigan yep. Mo Wagner Mo guy Wagner, that yeah. always plagued the Badgers. wait. So, right?
2: so I already didn't like him. Yeah. So so,
1: so he probably did. So the, the bad part is I didn't see any leading up to that either. Of,
3: of he what like initiated. I heard he like somehow boxed him out weird or something, and that's what he was mad about. And he said. Greek food wasn't good, and that was. <laughs> and then
2: he's the like, I'm getting, yeah.
0: He's like, I <laughs> like my German food. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you make fun
2: of Greek yogurt? Yeah. <laughs> Oikos isn't even good. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I don't know. Mo Wagner, not a big fan anyway. So, whatever. I don't
1: know what I'd call it besides a headbutt. That's what I was trying to decide is what What was the I that? think it, it head push. It was is like, it good? A, like he just stuck his forehead at him a little they, bit. They're talking on the that.
3: radio today about is he going to get suspended or not for that? And, I think the Bucks have like one, they call them like seeding games. That's leading up. That's not regular season. They're calling them seeding games. So they got one game and then they're going in the playoffs. Are they really going to suspend Giannis? for the playoff like the the, game gr- the best playoff. player yeah. in the nba
1: you know what i would say watching is he he does not get the calls like a lebron no. you know like oh lebron gets everything yeah that's what stinks with uh, like, right now is uh, part is of that he's, he's, part he's of that's not getting those calls
2: he plays with reckless abandon all the time like he's he sacrifices himself non-stop you don't see lebron diving on the floor for loose balls no. or anything like that and Giannis does and it makes people feel less he doesn't seem as fragile It's kind of like the the Cam Newton thing where Cam Newton's always running the ball so people don't feel bad for him. They're like, oh, he's just a running back. He's still a quarterback. He still stands back there and gets smoked. It's the same thing with Giannis. But because he's doing so much more, you don't... Although Cam Newton
3: doesn't die for
0: balls in the Super Bowl either.
2: That is true. No. That is true. After he fumbles. It'll be
0: interesting to see him in New England, though. Oh, yeah. Cam's at New England. Cam... Uh, Supposedly,
2: has to work for his job. I he feel, got paid
1: like no money. To right? Go to I feel New like England this could be
2: the Antonio it. Brown thing again, where everybody was like, "He'll figure it out in New England. Like they can, they can handle that." And then a- then Antonio Brown's one.
0: problem was different, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, Cam he's, Newton's just, problem is staying healthy. His shoulders. Hey, well, he's at he's best. also a a teammate questionable at best. Too, you see him pout on the sidelines, stuff like that. That doesn't work in New England. You have to be no. Part Tom, of the machine.
0: Tom Brady
1: pouted on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, Tom, was Tom a,
2: Brady was a pretty big baby. But Tom <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady was like a baby, but like involved his teammates where he'd be like, "Come on, let's go, like figure it out." Think, Granted, a little aggressive at times, <laughs> yeah. but like, and then he would scream at them when they didn't do what he told right, them to do. But Cam just goes and sits on the end of the bench by himself and puts it all over his head. Like, I don't think that's really going to be a a good thing in New England. But we'll see, I guess. Tom Brady's a little bit better, I think, than Cam oh yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) talent wise six rings better yeah
1: yeah,
3: but but age uh, tom
1: is you know we'll Well, see how he does in tampa bay but i do they're they're very different in their uh tom being the oldest ever quarterback like ever to play yeah it it
2: is it is like going from a dodge grand caravan solid dependable gets you there to like a ferrari where like most days it's super impressive every once in a while it bottoms out on a curb you know like that's (laughs) that's where you're that's what you're switching to so yeah and you just hope it doesn't wrap around a telephone pole correct and you can't fit your six kids in there max you cannot but but you can fit like you can fit like two super bowl rings in the back of a (laughs) ferrari i guess speaking
1: football bill or are you hanging in with big 10 all right in the
3: spring
2: had the feeling this was coming
3: yeah got my badger garb on today for a reason
1: are they the first domino to fall? I mean, does this stop high school football? Oh, does it's gotta, doesn't mean, it? That's what's. This is like the first domino. That's the scary part. Well, is.
0: Ivy League canceled theirs like a month ago, didn't they? Yeah. Does yeah. 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 So
1: so Ivy League plays football? Yes, they do. They, they play. Uh, no, <laughs> I see
3: the pros are going to go because those guys are getting paid, but you got college kids that technically aren't getting paid, and you're going to make them go out there and
2: football well if they go to Alabama they're getting paid all well, right yeah because technically this weekend would have been the start of professional preseason yep, yep. oh really Wow. Yeah. Thursday what, or last Thursday would have been the
0: Hall of Fame game I think right yep. yeah yep, last right. Thursday would have been the Hall of Fame this this week would have been the beginning of preseason
3: I just don't see they're talking about moving the spring I, these guys aren't gonna be able to play a spring
1: and then a fall again and then a fall again there's yeah. no way they can do that that's the part where is to, to me to say oh we're just moving to spring it's okay we didn't cancel it's like yeah, they probably
3: cancel No. And guys like Trevor Lawrence and the big time guys—they ain't even gonna play at all. And you know, they're like, "I'm just gonna go to the draft next right. spring." And
1: I, I still wish they would have, try- you know, let guys that wanted to play play. Yeah. And then if you opted out, that's fine. And you could have made somewhat of a bubble and just played certain teams. Or it sounded like Army Navy. All those kind of teams are still. I mean, they really? said they're own in their own bubble anyway. That I, I
3: like the play. best part is the, the talk of Nebraska still going to want to play like. They're gonna break back out of the Big Ten. What? Go back to the Big Big whatever.
2: Well, they don't belong in the Big Ten. So I mean, (laughs) they were
3: they when they came in, they were gonna just dominate
2: it. I'm sorry, 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 Rodrigo, but (laughs) it's tough, (laughs) tough look for Nebraska lately.
1: It'll be interesting. That's a power move by Nebraska. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, you wanna you guys cancel? All right, we're we're going out. And then yeah, two years from now, is that gonna be? They think they're bigger than they are, though. Is that gonna?
3: They think they're Alabama. They think they're 1992. (laughs) Nebraska,
2: yeah, i I saw someone that or a suggestion on one of those sports talk shows about maybe some of these college guys who want to play one more time put some more film out. um, They would go to the XFL because hopefully they're going to run again this winter. Is the The talk under the rock? And then I heard another guy say it, and this is this was my thought too. Are you kidding me? You think Trevor Lawrence is going to go put on a freaking jersey in the XFL uh, or even you know even a third rounder at Best, you could move yourself up to an early third round by playing in the XFL, or you could tear your ACL and not get drafted at all. Why would anybody? I wouldn't not. think any of these college guys would really want think that's the way to go.
0: Third time's a charm for XFL. It's true. And the last time they were supposedly you know big on safety, so <laughs> the ro- the rock might be able to do it.
2: Can rocks catch coronavirus? Uh I don't think so. All right, they might so, be able to spread it. So their commissioner is. uh, Corona-free. Corona-free, we know that. That's good. Uh, You know, it's all fun and games until Triple H comes in and
0: just messes the whole thing (laughs) up.
1: (laughs) I smell what he's cooking, so...
0: I do smell what he's cooking. (laughs) Is his his team the people's elbow? Is he going to own his own...
2: All right, that's enough of that.
0: (laughs) All right, let's get into it. All right, today we're looking at some comparisons of how soil health would compare to your health. So Todd, this is something you had talked about and
1: Yeah, I've been we've been talking soil health in the past and August here at Soil Health August again. And when you when we're talking soil health, it's hard to use some of these terms and for guys to know um, what we did so what we mean and we wanted some analogies to maybe something we're a little bit more used to when we're talking about your own health and um, using the term soil health we'll get into in the egg history minute about uh, where that term kind of came from and when it started. But what we wanted to start with now is just some ideas of, of some of the techniques and things we use out in the field and how those work in sort of healthcare. I don't know, it seems like we've been talking more about healthcare lately uh, in general. And um, we'll just get right into it. As the, the first one is the uh, soil probe, um, would be, you know, basically what we use to extract soil. And that and that would be similar to a needle in healthcare. So basically, like drawing your blood, um, or using a needle to kind of not not necessarily inject with something, but but pulling out with a needle with blood and 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 doing something like that. So, um,
3: do you think the Earth cries when we
1: so appropriately stop?
2: <laughs> stop <laughs> like my
3: children do. You, you've been reading
2: too many like kindergarten books where like the sun is humanized and things like that. The Earth Doesn't Cry, it's, thanking us, it's for, thanking us for for trying to pay attention to its needs. Fancy word for the day, anthropomorphize. That's what that means, is to turn things, give
0: things human traits. <laughs> like every oh, Disney movie. All right. Yep. like every <laughs> <Disney> movie. <laughs> that was... <laughs> anthropomorphize. <Yep. laughs> Fries? No. Anthropomorphize. Fries, yes. Wow. Yeah, anthropomorphic. Okay, all right. That's a big word. That's I your, like it. That's your 10-cent word for the day. But it is important to have
3: a good soul probe.
1: And, and take a good test. Yeah, and we were doing
3: some yesterday, and I had some of my scouts helping me, and I specifically said before they went out in the field, the the best thing you could do with this soil probe today is give me a consistent depth on your soil test, soil, soil sample, right? Every seven inches, do a good job. We'll have a good test result.
2: A reliable test result.
3: Reliable.
0: No, I like where you're going with that because that makes the soil test like the blood test.
3: Correct.
1: So, so, yes. so you're
0: seeing what the components are, what the earth's cholesterol is, uh, if it's pre-diabetic or not, <laughs> too many donuts in the field.
2: You know, it's funny. We can tell when the soil has too much salt in it. Yeah. That counts, right? Uh, cholesterol, yeah. we can't really measure, I guess. But salt, we can do that, right? We can. That well, counts. Any, any nutrient, really, we can tell yeah, if it's yes.
0: too much or not enough.
2: Do you, think, do you think there's people that have manganese deficiencies? Is that a thing? Like soil? Can you be manganese deficient as a person? You can manganese. be vitamin yeah. deficient.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
3: <laughs>
2: vitamin D I hear more often. Yeah, yeah, vitamin
3: D, yep. I don't think we're vitamin D deficient.
2: No, not currently. No. Not with this sun. Not Come it. back in February, though. Yeah. This yeah. winter. The next six in, months versus yeah.
3: the last
0: six months yeah. will be different.
3: I did have a farmer yesterday. He was like, you know, we have, we've had so much sunlight this year. I, I think our crops are going to do much better than last year. I was like, yeah, probably agree. And more it's, it's heat. It's been good all around. We
0: could use a little more rain now,
3: but... Oh, they got an in, inch and in a half spots, on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, so did they? Yeah, it's been really out of spotty. Out that storm where we didn't get anything, they got... Uh, around,
0: you, you couldn't tell. round you know? here, yeah, the cracks are just as big in the ground. You wouldn't even know we, we got any rain. Is that like when your skin cracks because it's dry? Because it's too dry. Yeah. There you go.
3: Reference. Yeah, so the
1: soil test is like... The blood test so as we're extracting soil with the soil probe or the needle and then we go send that to the lab and we can test it for a bunch of things so even this i'm not talking specifically nutrients um, probably for soil health talking more specifically for um, like the Soltiva test which tests respiration or the haney test or some of these newer tests that are coming out um, that test something more specific um, like i said in this case Kind of like your co2 levels or even maybe like what you're you know this is testing um, co2 levels in the soil maybe it's like testing oxygen levels in your blood um, something like that but um, just the just trying to get to what you guys said is right of, of okay what are as a doctor would look at okay what are your components showing that's what we look at on our soil test is um, what is this showing in comparison to what we know the sufficiency ranges are um, and I would say in a lot of these newer tests um, would you agree, Matt, we're still learning a lot of what they really mean um, when we're reading the results? So, yeah, we might get a result back from a Haney test, but do we know exactly what it means yet? We're still kind of learning that.
0: Yeah, interpretation can be a, a, the hardest part, I think, of that process is, yeah, you're just figuring, okay, I, I know where I am now. You know, in theory, I'm good, but is there such a thing as too good, too much of a good thing? so.
1: Well, an interpretation is good work because when you go to the doctor and they give you a certain diagnosis, you might go get a second opinion and be like, uh, I don't know. And we do that in-house a lot where we'll talk to each other as fellow agronomists and say, uh, what, do you, what do you think about this and how do, how do we interpret this one? So,
3: And remember a soul test, like a blood test is a snapshot in time, right? It's what what we are today. So if you go forward and you mend the soil, you change something, at some point we got to test that again to see what happened to the things that we've done to it. So remember, it's a snapshot the day you take the sample.
0: Yep, exactly. So then moving into tillage would be like surgery. So you're cutting into the ground and trying to change something usually. So and... I would say tillage is probably the more invasive method versus, like, a no-till, which would be more of your laser procedure. You're very specific to one area, trying to do a minimal amount of disturbance.
2: Your your full tillage, like we had a lot last fall after those ruts, that was your your deep tillage. That's your, like, shoulder replacement, right? And then your, like, minimum till, that's just, like, your little... um, Arthroscopic scope, you know, we just went in, touched a couple things up, you know, you cleaned kinda, it up a little. Yeah, bit. yeah you cleaned exactly. it up a little bit.
3: You hear athletes talking about this little cleanup, right yeah, <laughs> right. you know, just a little. We put
0: you under, we cut you open, I just a little. Clean I up. can't use my knee for six months, but it, it was just a it's just a
2: little clean minor cleanup.
1: <laughs> talking Giannis before he just had oral surgery and missed a game earlier in the week and yeah maybe that's what the headbutt was is he was just uh well yeah they just called it oral surgery they didn't say you know did he have a major he just had a tooth ripped out and yeah just major back or up. is that something minor <laughs> i think wisdom. Fine. but I, but that's maybe why the headbutt happened maybe I, uh maybe the guy bumped his mouth maybe he was he trying to his. say my mouth hurts yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't talk so he had to use his correct forehead. he was going for a hug but with his forehead <laughs>
2: So yeah, that's a really good analogy between like your, your tillage is your your heavy tillage is your surgery versus your no till is that you know stays on the surface you know that laser procedure.
3: Well, in, in heavy tillage, most of the time we're trying to fix something, right? With compaction or ruts or something of that nature that we're trying to fix and get back to normal is kind uh, of what we're. Uh, when we we're talking for.
1: tillage, I really like that word is. People use the word recreational tillage where it's just like you're just out there not fixing something
0: um, and you're just kind of plastic out there. surgery. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> that's the recreational tillage
3: of, of,
0: yep. of the, the nose medical. job. Like, yeah. oh, I just don't like how it looks. I'm going to fix <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah,
3: that's pretty much what yeah. it is. Or, we've got nothing better to do, so we're just going to go out there five times. Or, or
1: like, yeah, dad... I got so much money. I just know used job. to do tillage and he wants the field to look that way. Right. So, yeah.
2: So what do you, I'm thinking about going in and getting shin extensions so I could be taller. What kind of tillage is that? <laughs> that's the More board plowing. <laughs> that's, yeah.
0: that's the, uh, oh, it's that stuff you put on for white mold where you work it in and it's supposed to, that'd be like an added, an amendment. You're you working go. in an amendment. There you go. Perfect. Amending your height in this case. <laughs>
1: So, so, yeah, tillage too, in general, you, when you're out doing a tillage, there should be a reason why. Same with the surgery. I mean, I've got this problem, so I'm going in for a surgery And tillage. Like we said, do we got ruts in the field? Is there something we did out there or just the weather um, sometimes does? And, and we need to go
3: fix something. Be contans, Matt. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Contans? Uh, yes,
0: contans. Yep, you're right. Yes. Not sure if it works. All right, so what's next, Ed? All right, so we
1: went kind of from things we so first, diagnosis, yes, to, to treatment, treatment, and now this gets to like amendment or kind of everyday living in a in a human word. Or so recovery. So in in what we eat in human health is food, obviously, and that we're going to call the manure of of uh, the cropping system, and then taking vitamins or pills or something that's like having fertilizer put on. Um, or even kind of using cover crops to sort of to fix something. So um, a lot of times, too, when we're talking food, that's why I think manure is a good analogy um, to food is we're feeding the soil when we put manure on. We're trying to feed the microbes, uh, add nutrients. Build organic matter. Yeah, do, do things to sort of get that base sort of healthy and kind of feed it along. Um, and then sometimes, you know, food doesn't get us all the way there or there's some specific things. Um, and your doctor might say, yeah you're, yeah, you're vitamin D deficient. Why don't you take these vitamins or Fred Flintstone vitamins to our kids? Ten um, million strong yeah. and growing. <laughs> and that's like the uh, fertilizer part of it. So, um, yeah, any any more analogies you guys got to how that would work?
0: I think the cover crop is kind of the transition between those two. Because cover crops can be used to build organic matter, and they they're kind of holding... Nutrients holding those vitamins there, so that's kind of the bridge I think between the food and the
2: vitamins. The cover the cover crop is like the vitamin D to the calcium. You can't have you need both of them to work together to really get the full benefit. Exactly. But yeah, I
0: think fer, fertilizer is like vitamins. Um, and again, we talked about moderation with tillage. I think with fertilizer too, you can have too much of a good thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, over time, if you're if you're doing too much, then you're just leaching. You know, and you're you're having issues with not only you costing yourself money, but um, potentially having doing damage to the environment around the field or even being detrimental to your field. So um, it's always important to, to kind of maintain balance with that. I like
3: using manure as food because we look for a well-balanced diet, right? And manures, the one thing that we could put out there that has... A lot of different nutrients and not just potassium or not just phosphorus it has all of those things including a lot of micros that we don't really test for but we know they're going out there and Maybe, benefiting yeah, better everything. analogy
1: would be like your TMR mix when right. you're feeding your dairy cows because it's all mixed together it's all uh, we're food I well, mean is what well, it goes in has got to come out yeah and it and it does come out and then we put it there yeah
0: Good. Yeah, so it's important to keep yourself healthy, so keep your soil healthy too. Um, as we said, moderation is good with, with any of these things. Um, you know, tillage isn't always the answer every year. Sometimes it's good to leave leave it no-till if you can, um, and just or even just fix certain areas versus doing the whole field, you know, the surgery versus the plastic surgery. Um, balance is important, so making sure you're watching those levels, taking those soil tests, like Bill said, a, their snapshot in time. So when you look at it, you make your fix, you do what you think is right, and then you got to check it again to make sure things are going the way you want them to. And not every problem needs the same solution. So that kind of goes with the moderation thing. You don't need to work deep rip every field every year. Only use. You don't? <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Shocking. So when <laughs> you think of your health and soil health, think of them in the same way. If you want to keep yourself healthy... There's certain things you got to do. You want to keep your soil healthy. Things you got to do there, too. Alright. So now we'll move into our spotlight for today. Oh, caught Todd off guard. Yeah,
1: he did have his Sleeping sound machine wheel. shut off. I had
0: to get her started. Get the whistle going. Alright. So in today's spotlight, we're looking at soybean traits. So, in a three-year non-exclusive research agreement Yield 10 Bioscience Incorporated and GDM are working together to evaluate soybean traits and they're going to work within Yield 10's research and development program to try to improve yield and sustainability with soybeans. So they're looking at improving vigor, increasing photosynthesis, and increasing seed yield. So I think that's a good thing with Looking at breeding programs is always trying to improve product. Um, and I think with, I, I'd like to see disease <laughs> on their list too. You know, disease tolerance. I think that's a big thing. Increased Sorry.
1: photosynthesis is very specific. Like that's usually that's,
2: say that's gonna definitely that should make some more green material for sure, right? Sure. Does but does that necessarily? So the, wouldn't a, you say more biomass? Yeah, that doesn't necessarily you know, attribute to more pain? grain yeah, necessarily. Not always, right? But interesting, nonetheless. I like the word trait factory. <laughs> they, uh, would you guys say that disease right now is one of our biggest, maybe our biggest limiting factor? In soybeans? Yeah. For no, us.
1: Not, that, I mean, at times, yeah. But the I think not, we...
2: Not disease. I shouldn't say disease limiting. We're limited on... Dis- or, or yield limiting. We're limited on yield for lots of reasons. I'm yeah. saying that's the catastrophic one that we seem to...
0: That comes in at
2: the 11th hour and wipes out all your yeah. gains for the year. Well, know. and it's, you know, it comes in and it goes from 50 down to 10 bushel. And,
3: and you spent all your money, right? We got all of our costs, our inputs into it. We're Correct. And we're looking really good. Beans are waist chest high. We're going to go into August here. And then you get to August 20th. And it's like, oh, no. Yep. White mold. Here A we month, go. Month later. Boom. Gone.
2: And a grain bin full of mustards.
3: I do like that they're they're looking at vigor. You know, with everything we do, we push earlier planting dates. And seems then, like every year we're pushing it. You know, yep. and this year, remember
2: May? The first three weeks <laughs>
3: it was terrible.
1: It was cold. cold.
3: It needed like a seed
1: coat. Literally, we talked really little, about. Yeah, yeah. It as
2: as we move more and more towards an till too, I I see the that seedling vigor being a, a very important yeah, good point important yeah. uh, attribute that these seeds really need. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Especially this year, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of beans go down. Uh, they're we're, we're almost getting too tall. I think with <laughs> like yep. we one of my, one farmer said it to me. He's like, we plant less. Less seed every year, and they seem to do like grow more and more and get taller. And it's like I think
1: that is part of the reason we are a drop of population is so you don't, so you kind of try to get them to bush out more, right? And stay shorter. And we still that balance is hard to find.
2: Yeah, we're still working on that. I had, I had the question yesterday. Um, you know, we put on fungicide, and we're still seeing white mold. How do we get rid of white mold? And I said, grow bad beans. Yeah, yeah that'd, be, that'd be a start. Only let your beans get a foot tall. Um, low population. Um, don't let the rows row, ever yeah. close. And you should be good. Yep. Well, and that is the hard part, too, is usually the white-willed ones are,
0: don't yield well.
1: <laughs> right. So It's this offensive-defensive battle. Yep. yep.
0: So, all right. So there you go. Hopefully, we'll see some new traits coming out from that trait factory. Now, moving to the egg History Minute. Gotta love the banjo. All right. Today, since we're talking about soil health. New idea or old idea? Soil health has become a popular topic over the last 20 or 30 years, and some people may assume it's a modern idea. However, while it has evolved over the years, the soil health concept is much older than just 30 years or so. The earliest mention of soil health as a specific term that I found, <clears throat> found dates back to over 100 years to a thesis written in 1910 by Henry A. Wallace, a student at Iowa State University who would go on to be appointed Secretary of Agriculture, by President Franklin Roosevelt in 1933. However, while the idea of soil health was being discussed a hundred years ago, it was rarely a, it was a rarely discussed topic, as opposed to the frequent discussion that takes place today. The concept was focused on soil chemical and physical properties, with no mention of soil biology. So, Do did you, you
1: guys have guessed it's that old of a term? No. Well,
0: it makes sense because I mean, the the Dust Bowl, you know, we, yeah, we were right. seeing really bad things happening in the soil 100 years ago. So, Do you think Henry A. Wallace talked about tilth
1: of the soil? Oh, um, they, um, that term I'm was sure. very yeah. commonly used then, yes. So maybe you're right. They kind of interchanged other terms instead mm-hmm. of using the word soil health. So, Matt, for a quiz for you because you're a history buff. Oh, great. Um, no hen- yeah, for which president did Henry A. Wallace serve as vice president? So it says, obviously, he was the... Secretary, Secretary
0: of Ag. Egg. Egg. I, uh, I know this one.
3: Did you look it do up? Nice. Yeah, I do know this one. Did you look it up?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cheater. Uh, I'll go Truman. He was the
1: vice president for Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the term in
0: 1940. Okay, so, so b- before. Yeah, I see.
1: All right. I did not look who was the first because well, he was the only three-term president, right?
0: He was technically elected four times, but he died. Okay, uh, and then that's when Truman became president. Yes,
1: got yeah. it. He could, and he could have. Uh, well, no, Truman obviously became president. Truman, so, Truman. Yeah. So, I wonder why he didn't then in 1944 run again. But yeah, for 1940, that election was. He was, uh, vice president. he was vice president for those four years.
0: Yeah, I knew the name sounded familiar, but
1: no, we'll we'll get into Henry A. Wallace in some future egg history minutes specifically. He seems um so iowa he's born a beast and, is yeah, what you're saying it's pretty i mean to be uh from a farm kid to a vice president that's pretty cool
0: yeah all right todd tell us about naicc
1: all right if you guys like what you're hearing please go to naicc.org and find a independent crop consultant in your area and uh, please subscribe to our podcast uh, please tell a friend about the podcast if you like talking about the egg history minute, if you like hearing about soil health and you got a farmer friend that you would know would enjoy it too, please show him how to download a podcast on his phone. So just take his phone and say, hey, did you ever listen to a podcast? He might say, nah, what What would he say, Max?
2: Uh, What's a podcast?
1: You'd say it's...
2: Is that like a thing for projecting soybean yields? <laughs> it, it is
1: like that, basically. So just,
2: yeah. Yeah, just him. come to us and we'll just tell you all the soybean <laughs> yields. We got the sporecaster. <laughs> yeah,
1: tell him it's on-demand AM radio that he can listen to in his tractor I, so
2: he can... Uh, or FM it's talk. That's how I explained it to my grandpa farmer. Yeah? I said, I'm on a radio show. And he said, what station? I said, well, okay. It's my a radio own. show that's recorded and then put out on the internet. And he said, oh, and then walked away. So. <laughs> He's like, I have no use for you.
1: Does yeah. he have a smartphone? <laughs>
2: They don't have internet in their house, Todd.
0: No, he does not have a smartphone. He he probably thinks his Rodile phone is smart. Smarter than the old. Yes, there you go. Just picking up the line Line. and asking the operator to (laughs) connect you.
2: My grandma and grandpa, they share um, my cell phone, my flip phone from seventh grade. That's their phone now, and they share it between the two of them, whoever leaves the house. I hope they still have a house phone. They um, do still have a house phone, If we put
1: these in CDs for grandpa, would he play them? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. There we go.
2: Grandma would play them while she washes windows. That's the that would be the ticket. She have a CD Walkman? No, she has a she has a boombox that she moves around to, <laughs> um, or not boombox, but like a little, I don't know what you, I don't even know what you call it, like a CD player radio combination type deal. No, it, not the not the big like rectangle, like, like the little uh, you know, like a two thousand six two thousand seven. Oh, yeah, it those is are like oval looking. Yep, yeah.
0: one it of it, those.
3: It is Sir mix birthday today. That's what I think about. With oh
0: yes. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio as well. Now we'll move into Cool Beans. That's corny. So Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. beans. All right. So Cool Beans is Incochem aiming to find new ways to protect crops from pests and disease. So something we've seen over and over again these last few years, um, crop protection has been a struggle to say the least. You have um, resistances forming, new technologies being taken away in the middle of a growing season. Um, So there's always a need for these companies to keep looking for new avenues, new technologies that that they can use. So Encochem wants to change the problems we've had with herbicide sites of actions. And they are looking to... Continue research through securing a $45 million financing and getting some money from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as well. So the latest. I think he's got some money to spend. Yeah, a little bit.
1: We've he, talked about these Shark Tank type of investors into egg stuff, so it's just pr- kind of another one.
2: Probably pulled that money out of his sock. <laughs> he had that, he's got that much laying around.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Do you think he knows about Resistant water hemp, that that's what they're after? I do
2: not I do not think he knows about resistant water hemp. I do not think that is a problem that he faces on a day to day basis. No. I, I Palmer? Think, Palmer? In general yeah, I mean Palmer.
0: He knows Palmer but not water hemp. In general, I think his focus is more feeding the third world <laughs> through their foundation, not not so much what the resistances are, but it's still cool to
2: I mean feeding providing funding. Feeding the world's really good, but have you ever seen an eight foot tall giant ragweed plant? That thing's a beast. If we could figure out how to eat that, we could feed a lot of people. Uh,
0: our, our giant ragweed plant's just going to become trees now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's, the trunks, those things
2: There's get out some out of there. monsters out there this year. I pulled one out. I swear the thing was like three inches around. There's, there's one behind our house that's got to be going nine feet now, and I'm just... Just let I could it go. pull it, but I'm I'm enjoying watching it. Even the
1: hairs around them are like thorns pulling right. them and pulling it. I know you're not a glove guy, Max, but
3: not I, not I, I would guy. recommend the gloves <laughs> when you're going in at that Glove? <laughs> Balin <and> Hay. Nah. <laughs> not a glove guy. Picking giant Ray right? Week, gotta get the gloves.
2: I don't I when they get that tall, I don't even it's hard to pick 'em. Like that takes every muscle in your back and legs to get those out of the ground. But anyway. All right, and our that's
0: corny for this week is the derecho winds tear through the U.S. farmland, leaving 500 plus without power. So I, I've seen a lot of this on Twitter and Facebook. Pictures of corn just laying flat. Um, I think one of my favorite was a guy tweeted, "Hey, boss said I can run the combine this year," showing a field of corn pretty much just laid right on the ground. Nice. You uh, got to
2: get the corn reel out.
0: At least he has a sense of humor about that because yeah. yeah, it's just a so. Um, Hurricane force winds tore through the Midwest. Monday luckily stayed south of us. Uh, unluckily, that means Iowa got nailed. And
1: uh, it, it looked like they showed a, another Twitter map was really neat of showing. It showed counties where power was out, and so they kind of said, well, obviously power's out. We had a lot, and it was just Iowa hammered parts of southern, southern Wisconsin and then
2: parts of Illinois. but. Yeah, it just was, was really, did, Iowa just got hammered. Did you guys see the satellite image where you can see the storm damage? It's Not such a one. significant, like, portion of corn that's, like, completely laid down. You can see it hmm. from satellite image. Wow. It's pretty cool. Changed that much. it's very time. unfortunate, but it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, winds as high as 100 miles an hour hit Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, parts of Illinois, <clears throat> and toppled green bins. I saw a lot of pictures of that, too. Um, so not only are you losing what's in the bins potentially, but you have no storage now for this fall when it comes to harvesting. Um, so the storm started early Monday, caused widespread damage, um, or wider scope of damage than a tornado typically would, so almost worse than a tornado in this case. Um, 500,000 people were without power, and I know from what I've seen on social media, uh, a lot of them are three to five days out from having power, so... Um, it's, it's not just out for a couple hours, it's out for days. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of generators in use.
2: My cousin started med school in Iowa on Monday. She said it's been a very exciting start to, to med school. <laughs> start, yeah. start to med school. I <laughs> they can made, imagine. They made it through about an hour of class before tornado sirens started going off. So she wow. said, you know, they're having a, she's having a great time.
1: Derecho Spanish for like midwest hurricane?
2: <laughs> I think is mean, Spanish for high wind.
1: Yeah. I mean that's just I've never heard that term used before either. Looking back, it's it's more commonly used than I thought, but never heard of something like that. And yeah, what that to get that kind of winds and just to yeah, that's just
0: crazy. Yeah, just wipe out. Anything standing basically.
1: And as agronomist looking at this, the corn at that stage when you're tasseled, you know, full R2, R3 bill, what I mean, we've, we had some corn go down a month ago, but it can gooseneck and kind of come back. Yeah. And it was.
3: I bet it, you some of this but, will too.
1: But this too, you hope it can. Get enough of a cob on there, mm-hmm. and then yeah, just sort of <laughs> neck its way up that you could get a combine underneath it or something. But even if they can though, how much
3: to, how much is the combine going to be able to reach? You know, right. even if the no, I, even no. if it does mature, it's like, oh man, we aren't even be able. To, and how be able to do get to it how much you bring in
1: more dirt in the combine? You bring, I mean, it just is such a lot. It just in that too, you know, straight wind is going to blow it kind of one way, but it's
3: still going to be all snarled around and tangled. Right. And, yeah, and I thought. You know, and how much dirt and stones and other stuff are we going to get the get the um, soybean head out and try to get our corn off sure. because it's it's so it's flat, so down. Yeah,
1: Matt, uh, Matt, and Bill are looking at it now. Max is showing us the satellite image of that, and that is pretty amazing. That you can literally pick it out, um, you know, from the satellite image where it's just a, a lighter shade of green, and you know that of of that damage. So. Um, yeah, it is a that's corny. Really, literally, this super week. corny. Yeah, that's that's that sucks.
0: So yes, derecho is a line of intense, widespread, fast-moving windstorms, sometimes thunderstorms, that move across a great distance and characterized by damaging winds. So there's their definition of derecho.
2: Fair enough. That sounds pretty accurate. All right. Well, that'll do it for today. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks, Matt.
0: Today we talked about soil health, how it compares to your health, and make sure you not only keep yourself healthy, but your soil as well. In our spotlight, we looked at studies being done on new soybean trait to improve yield, among other things. Egg History Minute, we talked about the history of soil health, when the idea really started to come into agriculture. Cool Beans, that's corny. We talked about anko looking to increase modes of action for pest and disease management and the Duraco winds ripping through Iowa and parts of southern Wisconsin taking down lots of farmland and doing widespread damage so thanks for listening and as always happy farming